Hey everyone. Uh, thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, you sound so pretentious when you said that. <laughs> Here's the deal: we really appreciate it, guys. Yeah. No, I mean we do. We love you guys, uh, especially all you fine folks out at Alexandria, like Virginia. You guys are just downloading like crazy. We appreciate uh, it. We appreciate that. Yeah. If you guys could go ahead and just leave us a big old five stars, give us that five star yeah, review, and uh, bing, 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 that'd be great. And that's all we ask. That's all we ask for. Enjoy. Simple goals to achieve. Enjoy this episode. Hey, I'm Nathan. And I'm Bobby. Hey, guys. And this could be a non-pretentious podcast. I'm not making any promises, but this could be a podcast. Well, here's the thing that I I think happens with us, and I want you to speak on this because I I, I do think it is a thing. What, What level, if I tell you something is good, do you take that and you're like, I can't admit that this is good because bobby said so no like i don't i because i I know it's fine if we have different opinions on things that's totally fine right right. and but i think you and i we match up on so much of things that we enjoy right and that way when it's one of those things like when if i were to say like a tv show or a movie or a song is good your first instinct is like defense barrier i don't i don't think i think that's i feel like that's projection is it upon your part really yeah I, I, for the most part, if it's, it, it like your opinion does have weight. It okay. D- it d- like the fifth, ninth thing you've ever said to me. Yeah. Uh, your opinion does <laughs> have weight. And okay. I, and uh, yours well, does too. also, I feel like I, I know your, I know what your opinion is. Uh-huh. Like, well, like I understand where you come from for the most part. For the most part. Yeah. Like I understand like. I think I know. We understand our, each other's backstories. I, I would say, yeah, motivations is, is yeah, gonna, like sure. what motivates you yeah. as far as X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Hey, listen, if there is an attractive blonde woman singing a song, mm-hmm. I know that there's nothing it would take. <laughs> it would move. I'd have to move mountains before <laughs> you would have to appreciate that song. Well, no, no, no. Well, okay. I see what you're saying aesthetically. I see what you're saying aesthetically. I do think with me, with music specifically, I will always admit when when a song is a good song. I I love uh, since you've been gone. You know, by Kelly Clarkson and like those those good pop songs. She's not blonde. She's not blonde, but that doesn't. And she won. And she won a song contest. Fair and square. Which I don't like song contests. Oh, you don't? No song contests. What about you? What you love, Ruben Stewart stuttered. No, no, no. Second no. season winner. Of yeah, no. But American no, Idol. but so so I, I I think we're on the same page as far as like you, you when I, when I say yeah. that something is, and we tr- we try to do. I think bo- you and I both have done a really good job of calibrating our level of excitement because when our mutual friend said to watch <laughs> Eric Andre's Bad Trip yeah. and that it was the greatest, the movie, greatest ever, movie ever made. Yeah. And we, we kind of asked him, we kind of poked him like, really? Like, the, he's, like you don't <laughs> yeah. want to walk that back a yeah. little bit? Like, greatest temper, movie ever made. Temper expectations. Yeah, just temper expectations. And you and I both did the same thing, not probably on the same night, but close to the same night. Around about. We like, started watching the movie and we're just like, what? What? I, yeah. There's no... I don't know how to even. I no, can't follow up now. I can't I, I, say. Yeah. But anyway, so I, I I understand that was a lesson learned between the two of us. Yes. I want to say. I I feel like your when you recommend something, I don't know. I don't. 
I don't feel like I immediately dismiss it in my brain. Mm-hmm. How about that? Like, well, that's fair. I don't. I don't I, I'm not if, saying if, you if you're it. if you're feeling that way. No, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's I don't think you dismiss it. I think you you hear it, and I th- I believe you that it has weight, and much like you have weight. Yeah. In my world, it's that when you watch it, though, there's this battle with within you. So like. You know, What's lic- he seeing in this? Licorice Pizza being a good example, and especially with critiques. I mean, if it's something that, because you are more of a, you're, yeah. uh, for lack of a better way of putting it, you're you're an eternal optimist. When it, every, oh, yeah. Everything is great kind of thing. Everything should, well, here's the deal. Everything has the potential or you could see greatness <sighs> in it or something positive in it. The thing is that everybody is trying, when things are being made. Mm-hmm their best foot forward is being put out. Hopefully. I would say, I would say like just in general, like no one, no one, no one is going, there's nobody that's setting out to say, I'm making a bad movie. No, no, no. But Or I'm making a mediocre movie. But they phone, there are people that phone it in. There's people, there's performances that are phoned in. And then there's things that are, you know, whether they're beyond the, uh, you know, the beyond the scope of anyone to see how things like, uh, come out or anything like that those things you can't control right and i'm in in sure. even something that i don't like i can i can buy that that's a case but there is a level of some people just set it and forget it you know and mm. it's not the yeah. ronco electric food dehydrator it is you know people the, that I are think so that far show, that was the showtime rotisserie oven by the way just FYI. the ronco oh yeah it was you're <laughs> right but the Ronco electric food dehydrator is always stuck in my brain. As, yeah, you know, yeah. it's deep in the recesses. I'm a pocket fisherman kind of guy. Oh, you are. You're not a. I'm just gonna make sure this these go here. Yeah, Nathan found his sunglasses he left here last week. Um, but so, but people get into, uh, especially successful, whether it be musicians, directors, actors, mm-hmm. yada 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 down the line, producers, sure. whatever, writers, whatever. At some point, you can do no wrong, well, and which no, is a very a frustrating level aspect. of complacency. Sure. Yeah. So you're doing. A, I don't think Paul Thomas Anderson's there. With uh, licorice pizza, no. Well, visually, no. But like, I think so. and I, not everything's a hit. I, I will totally preface that not everything is a hit. Yeah. But the fact is that you can kind of. It doesn't matter what if it's good or not. It's the the people have already decided they don't want to be on the wrong side of the opinion, and so their default is, "Oh, that was great." I remember. Sure. I remember walking out of the first Star Wars reboot movie they did in a full pack theater. And Are you talking about the first prequel? No, no, no. Well, the the one with Adam Driver and oh you yeah, know, yeah, whatever that one was called. Yeah, and everyone's just like, oh my god, it was amazing. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I'm just like, in there, I mean, everyone's asking you, like, oh my god, what'd you think? It was it like, was like, yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah, it was fine. It's like, it, like it, it feels like if I don't match your, oh yeah. my god, yeah, it was amazing. I'm gonna get See, into I, an I argument here. That's not me, babe. But it, but that's the masses. You know, those are the masses that are like. The, you have See, that opinion. You and I, we march to the beat of a different drum. Always have, always will. You know, you know that do, song. Do, 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 do. I love that song. I played that for the kids this morning. Yeah. Yes. That's always, the, yeah, hold on. But, that's always the, let me, let me get this out. Okay. Before you start recording. I am recording. No, you're not. Yes, I am. The idea of, like, every morning I try to wake the kids up. When I wake the kids up, I just go in, mm-hmm. turn the lights on. And I'm trying right now. I'm not trying to to be their alarm clock as far as like, hey, you got to you know drill sergeant get mm-hmm. your ass up. Yeah. Uh, so I try to just play a different song every morning. Okay. And it's just it's interesting just what will just randomly pop into my head. Hmm. 
and this morning was yeah you and i just marched to a beat of a different drum <laughs> and i'm like all right that's that's just that's what it is. the song we're doing that's the song hey hey alexa play that and mm. it's just like oh all right what, how, how do they I? respond to it uh, uh, uh there's a lot like every kid getting up. every other child waking up in the morning uh, uh funny let me let me tell a little story about when we watched um the uh i went and watched the the episode seven um whatever it's called of star wars oh okay and i went and watched with our mutual friend okay who, who you play music with okay <laughs> and it's just like ah and he's just sitting just shitting Stewing. All, just shitting all over i can't yeah. believe that uh, yeah. i'm like it's like it's fine like you know this is them like this is them hedging their bets mm-hmm I'm more curious about what happens next. I feel like they set up enough things. They paid off enough things. They did enough fan service. Yes, is this pretty much just a straight reboot of A New Hope? Sure. Sure. But I feel like there's there's some there's some interesting things that are happening here mm-hmm. and I'm I'm curious. I'll like I'm giving this one a pass. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's fine. As compared to him it's just like just oh that's that's dumb and that's dumb and that's dumb. It's like eh, it's fine. No, I did not walk out of uh, the Force Awakens. That's say, what it was yeah. saying to myself. Finally, <laughs> Star Wars is back. But that's the thing. Like into your your example of shitting on it the entire time versus the people walking out saying yeah. that was the second coming of the greatest franchise in movie history. Like those two things are on the end of the same spectrum. That's all it is. And everything else in between is just deciding what uh, party you want to be affiliated sure. with. And so if I, if I, yeah. if I say it's well, and this, and this is what happens. I yeah. mean, this is what a lot of people, a lot of people don't know what they're looking at when they're watching a TV show, watching a movie, listening yeah. to a song. You got to live with it a little bit. Well, they, a lot of them don't really don't know how to process it. Like it's really like I will be, you know, you're watching something and you don't know what it is, especially if it's really heady, especially if it's, you know, avant garde or, you yeah. know, not an action packed movie explaining, you know, X, A to B to C every fucking and thing. explaining everything. Right. Oh, my you God. know, fast cars driving furiously down the road. Fucking Netflix's day shift. Ooh. Prime example of hedging your bets but also just giving the masses which are the masses they are the overwhelming majority of people giving them exactly what they want i go back to the iowa state or uh, the iowa uh, the ames iowa bar that we were watching uh what red, was notice? red notice red notice oh. and we're just sitting there and i'm like why are people watching this i mean i watched it i watched red notice on netflix it were you just... captivated at a bar uh no i'm trying to and that was did i just watch that once that's the other thing mm-hmm. i've i've got it like i for me with netflix movies i'm just like okay i'm since i'm not paying for this quote unquote you know i can <laughs> well, sit there, are, yeah. i can sit there i can sit here and i can watch it twice in a row mm-hmm. and it's like okay mm-hmm. all right that's, but but my point is though like the, the you're choosing an opinion and if you have an opinion that goes against your camp you know, because generally the people that you're in, like if you're hanging out with a bunch of people that think, you know, Force Awakens was amazing, you, you like you're like, oh yeah, it was amazing, it was amazing. I'm yeah. Star Wars. And if you're in the camp of, oh my god, it's fucking bullshit, it's fucking bullshit. Well, you can commiserate on how much bullshit it was. And this is the thing where, like, it, it's so subjective, and it's so to have an opinion of 
and I always default back to music because music, there are the cool kids, right? There's the cool kids in the music sure. that decide what bands are cool and why they're, why they're cool. It doesn't really matter. It just matters that the cool kids think they're cool. Okay. And in, you listen, I mean, contemporary, what I was quote unquote cool music is, and we were just going down, we have a music show that we produce, you and I. Yeah. And, yeah, I remember. And I was going down, well, the listeners don't know, I'm oh. painting a backstory. So we cover uh, original bands coming through the sure. area. Yeah. All right. And so the, you know, the the music venue here in town that we basically hang out at actually has a really good ear music for, for in my opinion, they're difficult to work with because they're the cool kids yeah. and like, yeah. you know, everything they like is awesome and everything you like sucks. And if you like the same things they do, it's not for the reasons that they like it. It's for you might you might not totally get it, you know. You don't yeah, probably don't understand sure. why. Or they're surprised that you're there, and then you get like a feather in your cap, and you can, if you build up enough, like Pepsi points, cool kids points, yeah, cool kids points, yeah. You might you might get in the club one day, or get like a cool yeah. Letterman's jacket or something like that. But that's a, yeah, I don't give two shits about that. And that's the world that we've been living in, yeah. and I think that's what like you and I kind of base so our when friendship I say, on. When I when I say I don't, I think you're wrong about something. It's a, immediately. Like annoying to you? No, 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 no. Or, or, I wanna, I th- or is it like it's I wanna, striking a nerve? You, I want to dissect you're so, it. You're so used to cool kids saying to you what uh-huh. cool kid stuff is, and then when a cool kid like well, myself says something, you're immediately just like have a nerve struck. Is that no, what no, it is? Here, here's my point, and I'll just get right to the point here. I think that you try to find something good in everything, so you can say you can have a reason to say why you mm. liked or didn't like something. At any point in time. And I have a harder line. It's not that one person is wrong or one person is right. I just have a harder line with what is acceptably good. So when I recommend something to somebody, I'm not going to recommend everything like, oh, I watched a mildly entertaining movie the other day. You should check this out. No, it was mildly entertaining. That's all it was. Oh, Versus, no, it's, it's a sli- for me. It's everything's a sliding scale. Everything has gradients of, of whatnot. Mm-hmm. If, if it's if. Like, I mean, it used to be, hey, if this was on on TBS or, you know, you're at you're at a friend's house or mm-hmm. you, all your friends are at uh, the Blockbuster and it's like, uh, what are we watching? And it's like, well, you know, that's not horrible. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like as compared to, hey, guys, do we want to watch? I don't know. Well, uh, that's all group consensus. Hey, should, we, should, we all, should we all go watch? Should we watch Maverick? Have you guys watched? And it's like, well, Maverick, I don't know if I like Maverick, but, you know, it's. And those are all those are all the organic ways yeah. that normally happen in a smaller community. It's it's a sliding with the internet scale. with the internet growing and social media. If you like Paul Thomas Anderson, get this: you're gonna like Licorice Pizza. Like it's not it's not that. But I like Paul Thomas Anderson, and I don't like Licorice Pizza, so it doesn't. It's not all. It's not a catch all. Okay, right? But it's that's a sliding also, scale. But you didn't find it so offensive that you wanted to storm out of the theater and tell everybody never watch this fucking movie because it's fucking garbage i really actually i i did it i paid seven dollars at my house and then i immediately got on our message thread and said this movie fucking sucks immediately immediately say that's the other we can thing. look at the time you stamp. can't you can't i think like this yeah. is a, this is a problem with you but again we, we've talked about a licorice pizza enough i think i, I don't think we have <laughs> I, I feel like you, you are I'm not going to name this episode licorice pizza. By the no, way. you don't have to. But it's, by the way, there was no Tom. licorice or no pizza in the whole I, fucking movie. I, I think it's the name of a song or something. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's something that probably could do well with more ta- context. But 
Wait, God uh, forbid that's set up in a story in a movie. Oh you know, no! Context. Listen, I don't care. You know. No, uh, of course you don't. Well, as far as titles, like everything needs a title. You gotta call it something. I don't know. Yeah. Just what are you, what are you gonna call Rainbow it? Rainbow Delight. I don't know. I I th- warn her uh, fat birdie or whatever uh, or chubby birdie. I can't remember the name of his. Uh, anyhow, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. It, the I I think you. Like I feel like sometimes you get you feel like you're attacked. Like when something when something's not aligned when something doesn't uh-huh. align with your taste. That's not true at all. But anyway, no, no. I'm uh, like this is like this. I'm, okay, I'm, now I'm, you're coming back at me. That's cool. Yeah, That's I'm, awesome. I'm, st- I'm standing. I'm standing. Like <laughs> when you uh-huh. like your defensives mm-hmm. get immediately put up. It's like I don't like this. I'm five minutes in, and I fucking hate. I'm gonna hate this. I'm like you have a very quick reaction. Well, okay. You, you've got that's a, like your opinion, man. You've got a quick reaction, and once it's there, it's there. Uh, well, and it and it's and it's a hard, it's a hard like with, hurdle to overcome. With music, you, with music, yes. With music, it is it is very it it's gonna hit me or it's not. Like that's the that's the distinct line in the sand. Like I don't recommend bands and songs to you guys very often. I don't. And, well, because I don't give a fuck. Well, ab- you don't about music. It's true though, but also yeah. like I also don't. I'm not like. I don't think every new band that whatever blank magazine says is great is going to be awesome. And I and I, I keep my ear to the ground and I His, listen. Yeah, like blank do you magazine. Do, that? do you do that? I I keep an ear out. I like I when we were walking when we were uh, doing research for different ways to shoot our music show and watching all the garbage bands sure, that cool kids sure. thinks are cool. I'm like this. I actually, I actually had to start watching the bands on mute because they were so fucking bad. They were so distracting from what I was actually trying to like pay sure. attention to, which is like how the cameras moving what the shots they were getting, how they were lighting shit. The bands were so bad that I, it was distracting to what I was trying to get accomplished. Mm. And that, you know a good song when you hear it within the first five seconds. So I, that is my quick trigger to what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah. I can tell you if a song's good or not. Okay. By my standards. By your standards. And and it's, that's all it is. That's all I've ever had with opinions. Like I'm not sitting here like yeah. I'm not fucking Paul McCartney being like I can I can hear a good pop song when I hear a good pop song and that's about and it. I can acknowledge a good pop song when I hear it. Like that's Begr- where can you say can you have begrudgingly on that? Sure, <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> here's here's an example. Uh, Maroon 5's uh, "Sugar." Uh, it's it pains okay. me that a band that had so much uh, potential. That I really enjoyed when they first came out. Yeah, yeah you love you know, the first two albums. And when they, and, and I don't begrudge them at all for. You begrudge them. No, because you have to keep up with the times. The same thing with Fall Out Boy, same thing that every band fucking does. If you're going to be what about Coldplay. Paul, what about Paul Thomas Anderson? I don't think Paul Tom. I think Paul Thomas Anderson is living in a different world where he can make uh, the same album over and over again, and people are just like, oh, yeah, it's really good. And if it, we don't say it's really good, then we are not in the Paul Thomas Anderson think, camp. See, I don't think. I think that's a lot of what I'm talking about is if you say it's bad, that means you think Paul Thomas Anderson's bad. All, say, I'm just saying, I said it looked very good. Yeah. Uh, the story was very lacking. You, yeah. You, well, cause it's not, a, there's not a real story, but, but we're not getting to that. I'm not going to say that term or phrase. That's going <laughs> to set you off in a tizzy. I'm not going to say it. You, you see what I'm saying though? Ah, uh, yeah. I think that yeah. band, like a band, like I can, I can acknowledge that Maroon 5 sugar is a good pop song. And I know it's a good pop song. It annoys it. Yeah, it does. It annoys me because of the band that came before it. You know that it's the same band. They're just like a like a zombie version of themselves, which is 
what they have to do to survive. It's the same way that it's we can go we see. It's the same way we can go we see Everclear and Fastball play at a, a local amusement park in Iowa yeah. for what thirty five dollars, forty bucks, and you get to go to the amusement park, and you get to go to the, yeah. So we, like two bands that I would love to go see, and the price point is just right. Forty bucks to see Fastball open up for Everclear, and, and you get, and you get admission to the local amusement park. God damn, that's a good deal. It's also really sad, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, listen, I think that's so. Well, that's if that. Everclear decided to take, or Everclear Fastball decided to take a Maroon Five turn with their career and decided to make pop songs for the younger kids and started to do that, I, I also would begrudge them. That's too late. It's way too late. But if it's they did that in their late. career, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't think they're that far off to begin with. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, they're. You know, it's not like they were doing some kind of weird avant-garde fucking songs or anything you know no they could have they could have taken the turn it just was they lived in the world they lived in the they were never gonna be neutral here's the here's about that well they lived in the pta world the paul thomas anderson world honestly where you can just make the same movie over and over again and especially if it's except for no you you can just have your audience and that's but well we just talk about like wes anderson and everything like that like it does start to eat itself in those bands. Those there used to be bands where they could just kind of make the same album over and over and over again. That, those days are gone, man. And those days are absolutely gone. That's yeah. why I don't think you have. That's why you don't have young directors that have started from what 2010 on. Like, what's a good director <sighs> that's started from 2010 that has made the same movie over again with the same like a tour? approach that like a Wes Anderson or a Paul Thomas Anderson or, or a, 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 that's a good question Quentin Tarantino has made that's a good question but that's well I, I think well I though the director field is so so small I, I think uh, what's his name sure so is the successful musician field I don't know I think it's smaller it's smaller than that the successful the success successful successful Successful. That'd be a really good name for like a celebrity successful chef show. Successful. Successful. Yeah. Six sex chefs full. Ooh. Jesus. Now that's really good. It's a bunch of sexy chefs. That's not a movie I want to watch. That's not a show I want to watch. Unless it's on stars. Exactly. Showtime. Black stars. Black stars. Uh, I think uh, I'm trying to remember what's his name. Uh, The guy who did uh, the Creed movies. he needs to branch out a little bit more. He made Fruitville Station, and uh, I'm trying to remember. He made another movie too before that. Okay. Anyhow, uh, I'll look it up while you. No, uh, no, it's it's fine. Um, he did, he did Black Panther. I'm trying to remember what the guy's name is. As soon as I hear it, I'll, I'll know. It, but it's fine. White dude. No, he's a black dude. Oh. It's weird how the guy who made Creed and. <laughs> the Black Panther. And, and Black Panther. Where? Uh, wasn't a. It's not Michael B. Jordan. It's well, I didn't want to go there, but Michael B. Jordan. Okay, um, I'm trying to think here. He's no uh, Lakeith David, that's for sure. Lakeith David? Yeah, I don't know who that you is. You know, oh, Lakeith David's the guy from Everything. Ryan Coogler. <laughs> the Coogs. The Coogs. <laughs> I remember thinking that because I, oh, I want to say like Fruitville Station and Creed came out mm-hmm. about the same time. As. He looks an awful lot like Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> he looks <laughs> like, you're right. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> There's a really interesting story with, with going him. from a picture of Michael B. Jordan to clicking on him, and then it's like, oh, 
he uh he like went into a bank mm-hmm. and he handed them a note and saying here's my account number i want ten thousand dollars like in small bills can we please like have it hand it off in private mm-hmm. and like the the uh lady the teller, the teller was like okay this is a very weird request yeah i better call the cops and fucking cops come up, put him in fucking handcuffs, and just immediately. Well, what's like, more of the backstory of that, though? I mean, I'm not. I'm just. Uh, he, I feel he, there's more from point A to the end of the story. No, like, well, he didn't want to talk. He's like, no, I just can, yeah, because he's famous director Ryan Coogler, quote unquote. Okay. And he's like, he and he wanted to pay his live-in like medical assistant in cash, mm-hmm. so prop for tax purposes, I'm sure. So, okay. you know, asking for 10 grand in fucking cash, even though this is my bank account and I'd like to do this in private because, you know, when you tell us somebody, when you announce to your general surroundings, I'd like $10,000 in cash to a lobby filled with people, you're asking for trouble. How loud is he talking? Well, Ryan Coogler, not that loud, but, you know. I'm saying, I, hey, listen, I want to want to make the announcement. Hey, I'd like $10,000 in cash. Can you please put it in this bag for me? Mm-hmm. I, I get that. But anyhow, so it was it was a very weird situation with Ryan Coogler. Yeah, it feels like there's a lot from the beginning of the story to the end of the story. Yeah, that's, that's like literally that's it. And the, yeah. the, just the teller's like, this is weird. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I talked to my manager. and He's like, hey, let's call the cops. And well, and I'm not. I'm just playing devil's devil's advocate here. But what if it wasn't? Yeah, go ahead and defend the police. What if it wasn't? I'm defending the bank teller and her situation. Like, wh- what if it wasn't him and he wanted? He just had the account number and the password, just, yeah. and everything. Yeah. And he like he's like, and he yeah. just I want to do this privately. I'd like to do this privately. Yeah. I don't know. So, now listen, if, look, if, if I understand I, the if don't I, call, the, I understand like the calling the cops is uh, like is uh an extreme step yeah. but also your your fiduciary responsibility is to the the yeah I th- like the owner of the account I don't know if he like I don't know if he handed off his ID or not I I'm, I'm trying to That would have been a good question to answer I, I can't remember if he did mm-hmm. but I I don't think that's unreasonable yeah. I, I, And what fucking live in nanny you paying 10 grand for and I, it was like it was like in in house health aid Yeah like so listen you're paying somebody under the table Yeah so there's other things going that, on That's here. yes but anyway, but he definitely has a uh, a similar through line for his movies. Uh, this is Lakeith David, by the way. Oh, that's Lakeith David. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. in Judas. He's in Judas the Black and, and the Black, Black Messiah. Messiah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, one of the great actors of our time. I mean, I just got done. I watched the uh, the recent season of Atlanta. And yeah, one of the things that makes a great actor is his abi- their ability on a properly pronoun to disappear. To disappear for sure, yeah, yeah. it's definitely an element, but also to act without having to say a word, and he he has the ability to sure. steal a scene yeah. by just moving, looking, standing still. Like it's it's really it's really fascinating yeah. to watch. Like I feel like uh, Donald Glover, and then the guy I forget the guy who plays Paperboy. Paperboy does a good job of being that guy. Yeah, he's um, got to be that guy. But um, and he's he's not. I mean, he's won a Tony Award for uh. <laughs> Like a Broadway oh, no musical shit. he was on, but uh, so he's definitely just not that dude just playing that part, you know, yeah. like, not doing the Mark. But he's Wal- that guy. Well, well he can get he's there. Doing, he's, he's being that guy. He's not Mark Wahlberg from Boston. Like he can only be a Boston. Right, guy, right. You know, he 
that guy is not that guy, but, but he's he, that guy. But he can get there. Yeah. Yeah. And Lakeith David's character is- It's not work upon my part. It's not work upon me as in my imagination. Uh, as seeing Paperboy as Paperboy. So my younger, my younger uh, nine-year-old brother, 10-year-old, he might be 10 Loves years old. Atlanta. Well, he loves musicals. And so we were watching, it was a couple of years ago, we were watching uh, the Tony Awards. Because he, oh, yeah. wanted, he wanted to rewatch the Tony Awards and everything like that. And I'm like, why the it's fuck fun. is Paperboy on getting an award? Like, what? what's going on? What? He's been on like this long run of uh, some Broadway musical and everything. We'll Is it Fences or? Uh... We'll figure out. Here, we'll get there through IMDb. But Lakeith. Yeah, Lakeith. We'll go through the Keith here. Did you? I oh, love... oh, I'm sorry. Like, I said Lakeith David. It's Lakeith Lee Stanfield. Stanfield. Oh. Sorry. That's my bad. Oh, Jesse Plemons is in it too? That's my bad. So Can we talk about Sorry to Bother You? Sorry to bother you. He's great in that as well. I love that fucking movie. But anyway, we're on a a track here to get to. Okay, but listen. Sorry sorry to bother you is a movie that needs to be fucking watched by everybody. This is true. If you haven't seen, if you've not seen. I'm not going to tell you a single fucking thing about it, but please go watch Sorry to Bother You. Brian Tyree Henry is the actor who plays Paperboy. I don't don't know. Like, how is the. how is his, what's his called career? Gonna, his Broadway acting? His Broadway acting going to show up? Well, it's awards. <sighs> but this, I mean, I don't know. Is his writing awards going to be in there? Like for all of his sci-fi novels that he writes? No. Well, did he have any sci-fi novels? No, I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's a different category. That's why it's a, it's got its own thing with the EGOT. Hmm. You know what I mean? Okay, well. His Grammys aren't going to show up here. Neither will his Tony's, apparently. All right, well, let's sleuth it out. Come on. What's the I internet w- for? Yeah. Well, that's what the that's what the magical system of the internet is for. Tony. Is it just T-O-N-Y? T-O-N-I. Like Tony Braxton? Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Thank you for questioning that. Uh, Tony Amord. Uh, Tony Amord? Mm-hmm. I guess we just want to go. I guess go to his Wikipedia page. That's where he's. That's where we'll find all this. That's stuff where he's here. gonna really theater. Steve McQueen. No, theater. theater. Lobby hero. Lobby hero, huh? Yep. Yeah. So awards and nominations. So let's think here. Tony Award. Uh, so best featured actor in a play for Lobby Hero. Yep, for Lobby Hero. Yep. Okay. So, lobby Hero. I wonder what that's about. I bet it's really good. It's about a hero I, all the, who all exists the, in a lobby. All, do you think he's playing a doorman? I don't know. Do you think this is just like? Yeah, let's, <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Before okay. you, all right. all right, let's let's come up with the the plot of Lobby Hero before we I look think, at I it. I think he's a doorman who begrudgingly gives an old racist white lady CPR, <laughs> like in his lobby. And he, he saves her life, even though she mm. fucking hates him because she's a black man. Because no, he's a black man. And, and because and she's a and white woman. also, this is also a poignant part, is he gives her mouth to mouth and like so taboo mm-hmm. with interracial kissing, yeah. interracial mouth to mouth. Yeah. Like she's, and she has to overcome yeah. like, hey, this man saved my life, but also this is a black man who put his lips on my lips. Yeah. Where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? Yeah. And then they, there's reconciliation. You're my hero. He's the hero of the lobby, but also get this. 
he probably has a checkered past of his own, and maybe the media drags that up. Yeah. You know, th- ask you know, for ten thousand dollars in cash and small bills. And- yeah, there, I bet there's a little bit of that too. And uh, okay, you know whether or not then they maybe she like has some half-hearted reconciliation at bedside in the hospital, mm-hmm. and then she comes back to the uh, the building and the lobby. Have, the lobby and uh, they still aren't on good terms. And then, but then they eventually have to have a breakout after. Some kind of breakout reconciliation because of some other external factor, somebody else being racist or something X, Y, Z. Okay. Noted. Okay. The play takes place in the lobby. Brooklyn. His apartment. Or Manhattan. It's a It's it's Manhattan. And then the hospital and then back to the lobby. Gotcha. Yeah. Three sets. Three sets. Yeah. Done. Market, Smokey. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. So... I guess I'll go with um let's think here. He I'm going to I'm going to go he saves a small child. I'm going to go with the ch- child aspect of okay. this here. All right. Um probably saves a child from being hit by a car. Let's go with that. Oh, okay. You know, um Is he I'm not sh- I'm not shying away from the doorman. I just don't have a better uh, way to get into the scene. Uh let's just go How about he lives in the fucking building, you racist? <laughs> What's he doing in the lobby? What's he hanging out in the lobby for? He's just there in the lobby. He's coming out of his penthouse because he's a rich, he's a very rich black man. But there's only so many people that like live in the lobby. I mean, like they don't live in the lobby. He's not a homeless man. Spend time in the lobby. He's passing through the lobby. Okay, well then he is racist. The front desk manager. How about that? Still racist. (laughs) And he's uh, he saves a. How am I the racist? You gotta subvert expectations. Uh, He saves a child from being hit by a car, and then. through a series maybe the child's hurt a little bit and he helps her it's her, her. it's a her, her. Yeah. helps her like mend her health by uh you know teaching her uh the games tai and chi. uh not tai chi but just like showing her subverting books. expectations bobby yeah <laughs> the real left field chick here <laughs> so let me teach you the ways of karate karate all right so okay, it's a, here we go. Like, all right, so let's go to this here. We'll go so to see how wrong we are. Let's go up one more. Go up. Uh, there you go, right here. There we go. All right, let's see okay. how wrong. <laughs> how we wrong are we on Lobby Hero premiere? Oh, it's off Broadway. Blah blah blah. Plot summary right here. Plus, the show follows a security guard in his late twenties, his strict supervisor, and an overbearing cop, and his rookie female partner. The show is set in the foyer of a middle-income Manhattan apartment building <laughs> in the middle of the night. Oh well, so we got <laughs> elements. We got some some elements. specific elements that we got there. Yep, certainly. We knew it took place obviously in the lobby, but I mean that was you know yeah. But uh, security, security guard. guard Security guard, front desk assistant, or or uh, or uh, doorman. Doorman is. <laughs> I'm gonna give us a slight. I'm gonna give us a third of a point. <laughs> a third of a point. We guess that the man, uh, the apartment was in Manhattan. Yeah. So that's a full point. I'm kind of curious about. Uh, you know, I and that's what that's what's great about theater and theater excels in is a time constrained bubble. Uh, having the, you know, all it always of it seems to, really long to me apartment building in the middle of the night that that's i think that's what it needs to be that's where theater excels as compared to that as compared to where film excels is being able to traverse time and space yeah. uh, that's what that's what film does really well as compared to theater where, where it's much more theater theater where it's much more self-contained uh wait, one there was a revival opened on broadway now this is where we get racist here okay revival oh no 
So he was in the revival, not the original. Oh, the ori- oh. So Michael so, Sarah and Chris Evans was were also in this thing. Oh, I thought they rebooted it after he was originally, and I was like, "What the fuck? Why are we doing this? This is a little that's outrageous. interesting." So the original production uh, starred David Tennant, who was one of the Doctor Who's, Dominic Rowan, who I think is it, Dom- who is Dominic. Yeah, I know Dominic Rowan. Wait, 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 wait! I want to pause and it Gary here. Gary McDonald. You got to pause here because Brian Tyree Henry is not the main character of this. Yeah, he's the he's Jeff's um, African American boss. So Jeff Michael Sarah is the main character, who is the twenty seven year old security guard, unsuccessful with women. That's the description. Don, a female police officer in her twenties, and then Bill, played by Chris Evans, is Don's senior partner who shows a romantic interest in her. And then William Brian Tyree Henry. Is Jeff's African American boss. Those are interesting character summaries, and they do a really good job of summarizing everyone's character in those little bits. Yeah, so, we'll really see. Good. What do I need to know about this person? He's a 27 year old security guard, unsuccessful with women. He's going up against Chris Evans, who's Don's senior partner. Yeah, who shows a romantic interest in her. I don't know. Like, uh, oh. It seems funny to me. Would I watch this play? Of course. Oh my god. Yeah. Mm. Come theater. on, theater, Jesus. Theater, listen, theater is. Uh, I think that you've got. I have a love hate relationship. I have a. You have a hate hate relationship. I have a ambivalent to hate relationship <laughs> with with theater, and it's not that I don't appreciate good acting. I just think it is. You you can see a great band perform the songs they've rehearsed for a long time, and like or even play a new song. You can see a new band. You can see a band you've seen before play a new song, and it blows you away. That yeah, can happen. Sure. The chances of going to a play and then being blown away by the acting ability of not only just one person, but let alone an, asom- an ensemble of people. Yeah. It's so such rarefied air. Yeah. Like everybody is talented to an extent, but I my one critique with. How much professional theater have you watched? I'm a theater minor. I watched a lot of fucking theater yeah. for. Not community theater. No, not community theater. Like, I mean, and I've also been I, I, forced I, to participate. I, in I tell theater. this, I say this to people all the time. I've seen way more many musicals than I've ever wanted to in my life. And I understand musicals and, are yeah. different than plays, but they all fall under the theater, uh, you know, umbrella. But and it's a different. It's a different acting. It's a, and that's I think my biggest uh, problem with watching theater versus watching TV or movies is that the 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 over exaggeration of acting in theater to, uh, well, you got to be able to get to the back to row. express, yeah, to you express to the, back row. to the back row, yeah, yeah. to it is annoying to me. It 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 really does, yeah, bother me. And I wonder if that's like just you growing up with television and film. Not to say that I didn't grow up with television and film, but. This is only all proving my point the entire uh, from the beginning of the podcast. Is that, that you're always right. No, no, no. That that you will say something positive about anything, just so that if it was ever brought up, like, what's your hardest stance on something that you absolutely hate? Uh, I don't. You're like, lying in the sand. Well, I don't hate. I don't. I don't hate. I'm a happy-go-lucky man. What do you want? I mean, <laughs> I'm a beacon of positive energy, Bobby. Mm-hmm. What do I? I I don't. That's why you're the most likely to kill somebody. Well, no. I mean, listen. If they kill, like, if I killed somebody, 
everybody would turn to themselves and say, well, he probably had it coming. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the long like, con that you're doing. You're just doing this whole con. long I'm like, con. I'm just sitting there buying my time so I can fucking murder, murder somebody. So you get one free murder in your life. I get one. I'm going to get one. I'm going to get one. Gonna get one. You're like, yeah. Maybe two. Maybe, Maybe two. two. We'll see how it goes. Fingers <laughs> crossed. Fingers <laughs> crossed. Uh, yeah, no, I know that would be a theater play. That would be a play I would like to see the guy that's just nice because he knows that down the line he's gonna get one free murder. I think that'd be that'd be an interesting story, yeah. Of like, I think we pick it up, we pick up the story after the acquittal of the first murder. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, All right, that one's done. It's like, How long do I have to wait before I can legitimately kill somebody before I can kill somebody again? Do I, how, how long is it do I got to wait? Because I've waited 35 years for this first one. Well, how bad is this guy at murdering? I mean, it's pretty, I think it's pretty easy to murder somebody and then not get, a, not get, not get caught. I think I, you have to be pretty dumb. Well, honestly. I think, well, that's the, that's the uh, thing is that two things. First, this guy probably, like a lot of people who murder premeditatively is that they think they're smarter than everybody else. There's that. I got that. There's just, I got that in space. You got that in space. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then secondly, <laughs> is that I I don't think that like this person would be a psychopath that's just looking to have have a thirst for blood. No, it's not a it's not yeah. a blood ritual thing. Yeah, it's, it's uh, not some blood ritual. It's just like a it's like a an achievement. It's a th- it's a challenge. Yeah, this is right. your inner. You know, like, and, I just want to see if I could do it. I need, well, I need to it's see like if you're I running can, a marathon. I need, to, I need to be able to kill somebody. Yeah. And if I got to kill somebody, it might as well be fucking Greg because that guy's a fucking prick. Yeah. And I'm kind of done with his bullshit. Yeah. And then it's like, his family's not missing. They left him well, last who, Christmas. Who, uh, who's really got it out for Greg? Well, a lot of people got it out for Greg, but <laughs> how uh, can I get away with it? How can I get away with it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, so, that, that, that's you miss you miss one DNA strand, and then it's just like. Well, this is the other thing too with it. It's I mean, it's yeah. weird. Jim over here started shaving every part of his body and scrubbing it head to toe, yeah. and then a week later, Greg died. He got <laughs> murdered in his fucking bed. Why'd you shave everything? Well, I was just trying to. Uh, I'm just trying a new look. Mm-hmm. Definitely not trying to going hairless. Make sure that I don't leave any kind of DNA residue at all. I found out that DNA spreads carbon, so I was going green. I was like, let's just. I'm uh, just going green. You know. So Tell I, me about your favorite episode of Molly and Mike. Mike and Molly. Mike and Molly. No, so it's the the overacting of theater can be graining, and it's. Well, I mean, yeah. It's one of those. I think it's for it's for the people who it's for. I'm not, I'm not trying to change anybody's mind about like musical theater not being a valuable uh, part of our society or part of the arts and the culture. It's much like uh, it's much like the blues music. Like I get it, I see it. Mm-hmm. It's not for it's me. Not for you. Yeah. Is that it? Is that really it? Sure. Would you like to deprive somebody of musical theater? No. No, I would never do that. No, of course not. Would I you? Feel like, I, no, I feel like you would. Oh. Who specifically? Like no, no. I'm just saying. Like if you woke, you want me to like stand outside you, of a no, theater and be like, you, oh, no, 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 no. You no. woke up with omniscient, omniscient. I'm, I'm gonna save one pow- child's power. life. No, you can just say, you know, I will decree no more musical theater in the world because you've got like all your wishes by a genie. That sounds and like, then, and you ran through all the good ones, and then you're like. No more musical theater. I think that's. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it's not like high on your list, but it's not at the bottom. You know what that sounds like, Nathan? It sounds like a really good idea for a musical. <laughs> Here's my musical. 
I hate musicals. No, it's it's a world where musicals have been taken away, and everyone. But every- only the protagonist sings songs about <laughs> how shitty. Me- you don't understand it. Musicals are bad. Everybody sings what they're feeling. But why? No one does that in real life, do they? So why no. I'm gonna take it away? That's the other thing too, where bad. it feels like a lot of musicals. I could just throw out the wall and be like, "Yeah, that could work." Yep. Yeah. 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 I mean, Field like, of Dreams musical. Boom. Done. Th- done. done. Absolutely sure. Yeah. History act the musical. Boom. Throw it out the wall. There's done. a there's yeah. a a shitty thing about well Flintstones the musical. Boom. Done. It's it's trickled down. It's 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 trickled down from from Hollywood down to Broadway, where it's yeah. like. Name recognition. Okay, can we get schmucks to come in mm-hmm. who are coming to New York? Hey, I'm a schmuck. I'm a dumbass from I've been told I need to see a show on Broadway. Broadway. I'm going to go to the TKTS little stanchion here. And it's like, but, okay, what show, what show should we watch? I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm not watching fucking Cats. And then somebody hollers, you know, uh, Sister Act, the musical. Yeah, it's a really fun show. And then it's like, well, I guess I like Whoopi Goldberg. I like I like Whoopi. Yeah, so is she in I, it? Is no, she, no, she's not. But it's based on that movie you saw and have a loose relationship with thirty-five years ago. So I, I guess I guess sure, I'll just I do guess. it. It's yeah. So it's it's but bullshit. That's, it's bullshit name recognition. That's, but, that's about it. But that goes into what I'm talking about with movies and music and TV as well. Like it's it's that bullshit name recognition. Like I'm sitting there. Okay, I'm watching. Not everyone's watching a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Let's just put it out there. But if I am watching How dare it, you? But if I am watching it, I... Everybody watched Boogie Nights. No. Everyone watched The Master. Yeah, but they didn't, though. Everybody watched Magnolia. And so you're dealing with a smaller population. Everyone watched Hard Eight. Yeah, so they didn't, though. But every... Everyone watched... Is there... I'm sure there's got to be... There's more. There's more. There's, yeah, there's but... more, but I can't think of one. But... There's a smaller population, so yeah. now you're dealing with a more concentrated population of people, yeah. where it's everyone's. And, I, like, and oh. I'm better. And I'm better. Like I'm part of that upper echelon. You are, and so you want to stay on that upper echelon, yeah. and so therefore, even if you're watching it and you're saying to yourself in the deep, deep recesses of your brain and in your consciousness, you're saying, "Yeah, this isn't that great," but I can't say that it's not great. It, it's it, it's here's it. And I'm gonna be. I'm, and that's yeah, I'm being what I'm saying. Though. I'm being completely honest, and I want you. To take this as completely honest, completely honest, okay? Yeah. Okay. I'm bearing my fucking soul here. Okay. Right? I don't believe you, but yes. I, I didn't know that this was a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. <laughs> like I didn't. I didn't. Like uh, up up until like the like literally the credits started rolling at the end. I thought we talked about it. Well, we like we might we might have and so maybe, shows shows how much you don't listen and, to. Us. Well, no, and just also and also tangentially, just like in the ether when it was part uh-huh. of the Oscar. And I don't pay attention that much to the Oscars these days. Mm-hmm. But it's well, just you like, know the Academy. You know, well the 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 Academy. Yeah. I so I don't pay attention that much. So probably some of that is leaked somewhere in the ether of my brain. Mm-hmm. But at no point where I was like, I'm gonna watch Licorice Pizza because I love PTA so fucking much. Mm-hmm. Like that's not something that I've you know that that was not that was not part of my thought process at all. Mm-hmm. I, I mean okay. I do I do, I'll believe you because I'm, just, I'm let I'm like I said I'm fucking telling you. It's like 
oh fuck this is a paul thomas anderson movie yeah Hmm. yeah sure all of this tracks all of this makes if anything but you were defending you said you watched the first half hour of it and you were defending it already then yeah because i enjoyed it i enjoyed the first half hour okay because i like it's interesting i think it's interesting i think it's We've already talked we're, about we're not we're not going to go into uh, we're not we're going to add liquor pizza I'm, to I, our our nine eleven our nine eleven COVID and vampires list of things. Yeah, I think no, I think I th- I enjoy I enjoy the movie. I mm-hmm. think it's I understand. Uh, I'm not God, Bobby, but sometimes I do feel like I know you better than yourself. Okay, <laughs> and I you sir <laughs> sure. Yeah. So uh, I I I understand why you didn't like it. And that's and I understand why you liked it. Yeah, so, that's what I'm trying to communicate yeah. to you is that I know why you liked it, and it's because of these reasons. It's because, and it's not because of Paul Thomas Anderson. No, but because but, if you didn't say you liked it, that you would be opening yourself up to having to defend it. Whereas also, I'm saying I'm not like I'm not going on message boards sitting there. Neither am I. But I'm saying what I'm, my point is is that drawing a line in the sand, having a a thing of where I'm saying like yeah. this is categorically good. This is not good. This is the line in the sand. If I say like, well, it was all right. Yeah, I kind of liked a little bit of this and I kind of liked a little bit of that. But yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it was fine. It was good. Like that only yeah. makes that movie being made again. That like for us as consumers, I, I, understand, the one I point, understand what you're saying. The point we yeah. get is to say like, well, this was bad. Like I'm I'm mad I paid seven dollars. Yeah. Like uh, I think that's the that's unbearable the weight of massive talent. I paid seven dollars for as well. Here's the, and that's a but I. And I'm not, and I'm not going to watch it because you said I should watch it. And I, I, this is where you know this is personal between you and I. But also, like, there's just when you're telling me I need to go pay money for it, it's like that's a that is a hurdle. That like that's a fucking hurdle. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure somewhere down the line, it's going to pop up, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Bobby said he really liked it. (laughs) No, and I'm going to like give that an appropriate amount of weight, and Mm -hmm. then I'll watch this. That being said, I, I'm not gonna like no. It's but the the paying the money. I'm not though, gonna yeah. The paying the money is I, the is, is the financial hurdle though. I mean that's going to the movie different. theater. It's that's different. the thing where you're like Today's I paid money to go see Top Gun Maverick, not because I wanted to see Top Gun Maverick. And not not Maverick starring uh, uh Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Yeah. The Richard Donner film. No. You know, I, I said Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. Well, no. First, you just said Maverick. No, when I saw you after I saw it, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, hold on. I'm watching Maverick. Yeah. And it's just like. In a text. It, like the Richard Donner film. Yeah. You just said, I mean, it's a really good fucking movie. I love Graham Greene. It's good. Uh, you know, if I could give. And Graham, dare I say, Maverick is probably a better movie than Top Gun Maverick. But in the movie theater, oh, yeah? Top Gun Maverick is probably better than Maverick in the movie theater. I so. mean, one of them's got Clint Black in it. Yeah. And so don't. <laughs> <laughs> tell so, me how that's wrong. But again, like I. I don't mind paying money to go see something yeah. like that that it's going to hopefully help rejuvenate movie sure, theaters. Sure. Like look, I I went in with low expectations yeah. and I paid triple the money to go see Top Gun Maverick than I did to see Liquor's Pizza. Oh, yeah. You know. So I paid because I bought two tickets, you know, for to my wife nice. and I and then Instead of just renting the movie at home. Two tickets to see Maverick. Top Gun Maverick. And then, uh, but the last, like, yeah, the last 40 minutes of Top Gun Maverick is perfectly fine. It was actually a little refreshing. The first, however long till it got to there, it was, a was the, same, the same fucking movie. But yeah. 
that's what I was told it was, and yeah. like I wanted to see it in the theater. I, I if I would have been probably again more disappointed paying less money to watch it on my television late like six months down sure. the road or whatever you know. I think it's on right now actually. I'm not gonna pay, it. but. I would be more disappointed watching it in my my house yeah. than I would if I were to go to the movie experience, and so that's that was worth it to me. The thing with Licorice Pizza is I also had that same opportunity. I'm like, do I drive to you know uh, the local big college town, pick your direction, and go to the art theater and then watch Licorice Pizza? If I would have done that, I would have been absolutely pissed off. Or like, it could have been a fantastic communal res- you know, experience. No, well, I, I highly doubt that, but I mean, that's just my opinion, man. And I bet you can feel. That's the, all I bet you can feel the energy of all those hipsters. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know how I love hipsters. Yeah, I love hipsters. Yeah, <laughs> that, but this is the you, thing. Yeah, this you, is the thing with drawing a line. It is absolutely pretentiousness, and this is what I I see in Where, that, that movie. Yeah, where's that stemming from? Let's dive into that a little bit. Pretentiousness. Your hatred towards pretentiousness. There's a there's a lack Tell of me about authenticity. That show, there's a lack of authenticity. Oh. Lack of authenticity. Full on millennial over here. And in a person that is so worried about how their beard looks, or you know the the design they have carved into the side of their head. Is or, that why you appreciate my like? Because I don't give a shit about my aesthetic. Well, that's how I know you're not pretentious. Yeah, absolutely. But am I pretentious? No, no, you're a narcissist. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's a difference. There's a difference. There is. Okay. Yeah. But and I can I can deal with narcissists. I'm an asshole. Like I I get it. I'm not like you? on on the yeah. Of course, absolutely. Oh, yeah, that's news to me. Oh, that's the well, it's not the. It's like top ten nicest thing you've ever said to me. No, no, yeah, I know you're an asshole. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. that was, My dad that was, was an asshole. That was being sarcastic. That was sarcasm. I'm sorry. I wasn't a good enough actor to pull that off. Yeah, but but the lack of. Authenticity, like it's authenticity. Just, just be your fucking self. I know you didn't wake up this way. Like you don't need to wear the boilermaker hat or the fucking you know newsies hat or whatever the fuck it is. Like to have a personality. Oh, and that kind of shit. Just I'm like, you can do it. Obviously, like I'm not going to stop anybody from doing whatever the fuck they want to do. But don't act like that's your that's your personality. That's, Here, okay, I'm gonna jump off the this just a little bit. Okay. Tell me about people who have sleeve tattoos. Well, there was a time in my life, Nathan, where I wanted a sleeve tattoo. Now, what that consisted of, I had no idea. And thank God I didn't get it because I, you know, I, yeah. I would we're probably regret it, you know? I feel like there's a certain level of pretentiousness and narcissism with sleeve tattoos. I feel, yeah. So tattoos. I, I, I have to have, I want to show this much. This um, is my personality. Yeah. In I'm gonna wear it on my sleeve, quite literally. Yeah. Literally, yeah. So I had a uh, to harken back to last week's episode, and let's not talk about girlfriends for two hours. But um, the uh, the I've gr- never like told I I don't talk about that stuff ever. Right, and you you did, and I appreciate that. Uh, okay, I don't think you're very dismissive right now. So, well, I just don't want to no, go no, on another no. tangent. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I was very dismissive. I'm sorry. I apologize. So one time I ran over this girl. <laughs> At a house party. At a on house party. On this specific I'm street I'm going to talk about my eighth grade girlfriend for another 45 minutes here real quick. <laughs> Hold on. This story's going somewhere. Don't so, worry. No, 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 no. no, no, no. So, 
No, so I, I, the the girlfriend that I, the off and on girlfriend that I had uh, towards the end of my my Iowa City days, um, I that's when I got my first tattoo. I got. Is that what you call your like your first memoir? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The Iowa City <laughs> the days. Iowa City days. Yeah, Iowa City days. Yeah, um, days spelled D A Z E. Oh, you know. Like the way you pronounced, the way you said it was like you said Iowa kind of weird. Iowa City days. It yeah. was just like. I'm trying to I'm trying to like figure out a way to say it. spell Iowa stupid. Yeah, well, it's definitely you can get there. I think. I, Is it with an I? I O W A like W A H. But anyway, so dumb. I got my first tattoo when I was with her, and it. it, it you did, guys were together. Uh, yeah. Did you get it together? Like, was no, she no, no, was no, she no, in the no, shop no. with you? Okay. No, no, no. And I didn't get it. It was. It's not her. It's yeah. not like of like it does. It's not. It's not, a, to do with it's not a full portrait of her yeah, on your back. It, had, it was, it was, the tattoo was for me, which is, if you get a tattoo, get a tattoo for yourself. Don't get a tattoo for somebody else. Yeah. You know, get a tattoo for yourself, because that's what they're for. They're not for anybody else, which is going to wrap around on the point that we're going to get to talk about. It's slaves. But, um, so I remember I got, uh, I got the first part of my tattoo, and I was like, oh, that was really cool. I like it a lot. Cool. And then I went which back. One, which one is this? Uh, the one on my foot. I got a, I got your, a. Your music scale on your. No, no, I got, I got the, I got a heart on my foot first. And I got a heart with a, uh, yeah, I just got a heart. I was just like, yeah, I want, want a tattoo. You just want to have a heart on your ankle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How old are you at this point? I was, like, I was 21, probably. Something like that. Tell me about the fucking thought process of this. Yeah, I think there might have been, I can't remember because there's a teardrop. You can't remember. There's a teardrop coming from the heart. And I think that came later. How do, you don't remember the process of that permanent mark you put on your body by choice? Yeah. So here's <laughs> So here's what Jesus. I here's what I remember. I don't remember why why or what order my tattoo like happened no. on myself, but uh Well here's here's what it was. <laughs> Go on. Okay. So I got a tattoo. I'm Get, hey by the way, guys, when you get a tattoo, do it for yourself. <laughs> you do it for yourself. You don't have to remember it. Well, I I know why I got the heart. I'm not gonna tell, I'm not gonna but, say why. But the I bleeding got the heart. heart, the bleeding. No, no, now the, the bleeding. bleeding heart I think was later on. But the heart I remember. You, I remember why I got the heart. I remember. Do you remember why. why you got the bleeding heart? Yeah, I remember. Why I got Is the it bleeding all in the same too. thought process? Uh, was it all in the same day? No. See the. No, no, no. It's two separate days. If I can explain myself, right. in your honor, in your, <laughs> your honor. honor. Go on. I'll try not to interrupt because it sounds <laughs> fucking ridiculous. But well, that's <laughs> I I got the I got the tattoo on my foot for another girl. Like it wasn't the girl I was with. It was another not girl. Tiffany. Not Tiffany. No, not Tiffany. Daddy's girl or whatever. The Jennifer fuck. Daddy's girl. Jennifer Daddy's girl. Whatever. I got it for another girl. All right. So I got that that oh, that heart. And I had your high that. school girlfriend. Uh, I don't want like I don't want to corroborate any story. You know. But <laughs> <laughs> There's just some other lady that you're just like yeah. I'm really I'm ready to get ink on my body for you for the rest of my life. Yeah, so I got a heart. It was for me though. It was just to remember. <laughs> it was to remember. Is <laughs> it remember getting your heart broken? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Because yeah, we were, you know, it was. Bobby. It was just remember. You remember love, all right? So, but then I remember, you know, having it, and I was like, you know, I need a reminder of, you know, the music. And so I went back to the same guy. I got music coming out of it. And I was like, add a little teardrop. And that's the only reason why I know I didn't get the teardrop the first time. Because I'm like, add a little teardrop on the end of it. And the guy I got done, he's like, oh, that's really cool, actually. Can I take a picture of it? I'm like, yeah, sure, fine. So he took a picture of my foot. Set on so, Instagram somewhere? And no, Instagram didn't exist then. But uh, so I, 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 it became a thing of like, you know, 
it it was for me. It was music comes from your heart, and you know all these different things can and make the teardrop to music. You, hey man, emotions. I mean, you know, you know me. I, music no. can make me cry at the tip of you know, it, it very quickly. You and I were at a Hootie and Blowfish concert. I was fucking bawling my eyes out. Mm. You know, music touches me in that way. Music mm. can make me cry very quickly. Music makes me very I emotional. Those dolphins make you cry. No, no dolphin. Well, I mean they can. <laughs> I mean. Dolphins are dolphins, but anyway. So I get this. I get these two tattoos within like a couple weeks of each other, and then okay. I go back and I get. Was the first one completely healed before you got it? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. It was. It was very quick. Very small. Also, I didn't have a ton of money, so that's probably also part of the reason why it wasn't like. Why you can't commit it to memory? Well, massively, like massive tattoos. Cool all at sleeve. Once. Yeah, cool sleeves. Those are thousands of dollars. Get, okay, um, get back to the sleeves, where Pretentiousness. Exactly. Thank you. So, um, started looking up. Uh, the seven heavenly virtues on my uh, on the internet, not on your computer. On my computer, yeah, but on my internet, um, <laughs> I was looking those up. And I, I mean, back in the day, you looked it up on. Yeah, well, and I think I was like, oh, well, you know, hey, these are good. I'm, you know, in my early twenties, I'm looking for rules to, you know, to guide myself to try to like move forward and try to just remind myself of these things. So patience was the thing I was looking. Slipknot up. wasn't doing it for you. Slipknot was a part of my life, but you know, not you know, I didn't want to get a Slipknot tattoo. You, know. you thought about it. Well, this will uh, tie. It'll tie into this. Hold on one second. So I get a I get a uh, tattoo of a crescent moon on my on my uh, shoulder or my. Uh, Did you go to an actual shop for that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and this is why. I, I, I know it looks like a prison tattoo. It looks like a prison tat. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, I, I don't want to shit on you. But that's what it. That's what it was supposed to be, though. That's the you design. Said, you said to yourself. You said to the guy. If you can make this look somewhat janky, these like were, we were in prison. These were old African symbols for the for the seven heavenly virtues. So the the half the the okay. crescent moon was just that. That's all it is. It's supposed okay. to be. All it's right. nothing. I believe it's not like a crescent moon with a wolf howling and then the light hitting yeah. the you know the sky sure. just right and then sure. like you know like a sure. vignette on your on your shoulder here. No, it's just it's just a simple little design to remind you. You know, I could have gotten it on my goddamn wrist if I wanted to or whatever. But it's it was okay. meant to be that. I understand what it looks like, but it's not for it's, you. It's well, for no, me. No, right. You know? And once again, like I was trying to preface, I don't want to shit on it. Yeah. Because it, I like it means something to you. It does. It means patience. But also, like, it's rough. It's not like it's not a clean line. Oh uh, yeah, it is. It's a clean line. Show me right now. <laughs> Show me right now. Jesus Christ! It's not like. <laughs> it, no, it's not like. I mean, it's it, not a. It's not put in with like uh, a needle in uh, like a little like hammer or, or no, no, yeah. no, no. No, but it, it feels like it feels like something like an old timey sailor. Mm-hmm. Like it looks, yeah, aged. I mean, that, I mean. Well, I also uh, haven't had it touched up in. Why is that a thing? Eighteen years. Is that a thing? Yeah. You just go back and have it touched up. Yeah. I've, yeah, I don't understand tattoos. Yeah. So anyway, back to this. I, I hold on. I got to get my line out because if I don't, okay, it's, yeah. I'm contractually obligated. Yeah. I am married mm-hmm. for the past 17 years. Yeah. I have five beautiful children whom I love so much. You should see the like the vagueness in his eyes. He's just looking off in the distance. I would never be able to commit to a tattoo because there's no way like I could say this is something that I'm going to have on my so body. Says the man wearing a bracelet for, with for his ever I, I'm wearing a bracelet with my children's name on it. I'm yeah. wearing a wedding band uh-huh. of my committed relationship to my wife yeah. who I've pledged 
honor and fidelity for fidelity. Fl- What's fl- fidelity? Fidelity for the rest of my life. Wow. The idea of getting a tattoo just seems like absurdly like way too constrictive. It's like I can't imagine. But also like as a kid, I said to myself, if I'm gonna ever get a tattoo, it's gonna be like. I'm not going to get barbed wire or tribal symbols around my bicep. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get like a shitty cartoon choo-choo train that says choo-choo coming out of the smokestack because <laughs> I think that's a funny bit. Well, for you, right? For me. This is the whole thing. So yeah. okay. going back to my point of so, the, the sleeve tattoo. So sleeve tattoo. There's no amount of the sleeve tattoo ensemble that you can make that is actually going to just be all for you. There's just, there's no way. I mean, when you see like the, the intricacies of a sleeve tattoo and uh, going back to the the time period when I got these, what they become very addictive. So you're, mm. you do, like, I've heard that you want to like, all right, I'm going to get the next thing. I'm going to get the next thing. I'm going to get the next thing. And thankfully the uh, Tiffany, Jennifer, daddy's girl, whatever the hell you want to call her. Which just, hold on. Which one? Uh, it was uh, the Jennifer Daddy's girl. Jennifer Daddy's girl <laughs> yeah. wanted you to get a tattoo. No, no, no. She said, "Hey, pump the brakes on this," because I had like other ideas and stuff. She's like, "Well, just like you know, just pump the brakes on it." Just oh, but you're it. like getting a tattoo to commemorate your relationship? No, no, no. I wanted okay. to get like a Chili Peppers tattoo at some point, which I wouldn't. Yeah, have that's a bad idea. And then uh, there was another one. There was a, well, there was more of the uh, the the symbols and shit like that. I some of them I wouldn't regret at all. Like uh, there was there was one. I'd have to go back and look exactly what the exact design was. It's not going to be good on a podcast to describe it. But anyway, things that I wouldn't like necessarily regret, but I understand her point. A pentagram on your chest? Yeah, a pentagram with like, you know, you know, just... See, I was going to get not all all who wander are lost in old English letters across my chest. Here's what I really want to do. I want to go through Hobby Lobby and I want to just get a bunch of Hobby Lobby (laughs) signs, quotes, just tattooed on my arms. Can you just go ahead and just put this? I mean, if you could do it in old English letters, just so it's... That'd be awesome. So brush paint would be great. Like if you can get just like, you know, this house is a home. Are you you familiar with the font Bleeding Cowboys? (laughs) It's it's a font I despise. No, no. I've made artwork with it, but it's... uh, uh, then I was like, oh, hey, this is cool. And then it's like, oh, shit, that's everywhere. But sleeve tattoos become, uh, the they overtake the person. They're, that is the addiction. I, I that is the like, addiction overtaking the person, and now the person has to live. This is my personality. This is my person. And the, then the sleeves become not necessarily for you, but they are you. And that's my point, where mm. I can see why they... They got they got a simple tattoo to start. No one starts off with a sleeve tattoo. But then they... Is. I'm sure. Well, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, we and don't. This whole wide world, crazy world, Bobby. Yeah. Someone. I'll reading. remind you. I'll remind you that when you say that nobody, like, uh, nobody's thinking X Y Z thing about a movie or something like that, because you've you've already said that a couple times in this about what, about uh, movies about and, what, but like nobody. You've made these all encompassing statements about like nobody's thinking this, and it's like, well, well, somebody's probably thinking. Go it. ahead and push back. Uh, it's fine. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. I'll, I'll allow it. I have to go back and listen. I'll I'll pull it back up and if, put it. If in. you can, just have notes, just uh, ready to go next just, week. Just next week, just make sure that you've got scribble, scribble, scribble. Uh, I think the idea of just tattoos is just insane to me. I just well, can't. and that's just and can't. we don't need to. Yeah, you know, we've talked about your tattoos and like how you don't like them. And but I'm saying like we're getting back to hipsters and pretentiousness and everything. And yeah, no, it's, that's that's how it starts though. It's like it's an addiction that then overtakes the person, and the person has to live up to the expectation. That's yeah. The whole I want thing. I want you to understand. And this goes into why like 
I want to see. I want to look at the Arcade Fire uh, Reddit thread, you know, and just see how they're processing all this stuff. Win Butler, the lead singer of, and I'll just bring you into the pretentious world here. I love Arcade Fire. They're a great band. Stadia Arcadia. Yeah, not a band. No, no, nothing to do with that at all. But Stadium Arcadium, the Red Hat Chili Peppers yeah. album. Oh, is that? Oh, that was Red Hat. Was it, Arcade oh. Fire is another band. They did they play in stadiums? They. They used to, not probably not anymore now. What <laughs> happened? Well, Wynn Butler, the lead singer, uh, uh, allegedly, allegedly. You say Wynn Butler or Wynn? When? Wynn, like W-I-N. His name's Wynn? Wynn Butler. They were they were okay. from Texas. They right, moved right, to right. Can- Canada and they started Arcade Fire. Those uh, fucking Canadians. Canadian carpet, music. Carpetbaggers. No, Canadian music, it's horseshit. Well, I disagree with Be- that. Well, no, horseshit. hold on. Government mandated... Like, I love that. The, you mean oh. like, like the government programs that facilitate creating No, art? no, government mandate like how much Canadian music has to be played over the air. Yeah, that's I love that. I don't. Oh. I don't. Hold on. Listen. First it, off, okay, there's in Canadian government and I disagree with a lot of Canadian government for sure. Yeah. But they create a specific for lack of a better term grants for musicians to go and make I've met many a musician that are in America based on their Canadian grant, like making music in America. They don't have to have a job or anything like that because they're living off So you want the government? I would rather that than fucking fight a war in Ukraine or fucking send money to Nancy Pelosi or fucking Mitch McConnell or anybody else. Yeah, absolutely. No, man, we gotta gotta be fighting these words. No, there's a third option where they don't do any of that. Well, sure, yeah, that's fine, but it's Would you prefer that? Yeah, absolutely. Because then I would take the money I'd spend in taxes and do the, the thing myself. You know? Yeah, right. Yeah. It's, but if money's going to go somewhere, it's like it's the whole thing with like the college debt relief. Like I get the arguments on both sides. I understand that it's a <sighs> it's a scheme, and I understand like <sighs> people that paid into the scheme and took care of the scheme and are now feeling slighted because they're now doubly paying theoretically for somebody else or we haven't figured out where the money is actually coming from which is the (laughs) whole thing there's no answer which is also where i go back to the third thing it's like well it's probably just political then it's just probably this political trap it's a hundred percent well okay as as a member of who makes money as a employee at an institution of higher learning Mm -hmm. Oh wow! Like it's well, you guys. Notice this. Well, the, no, like the change. It's no. It's something that I I do think about. I think mm-hmm. about it quite a bit as far as like who's paying my salary. How's my salary getting paid? On like, the backs of Americans. Well, and taxpayers. yeah, yeah. Like I do think I think about that. You scab. There's a certain element of that. It's like, well, is my job integral to the education of these children? You watching YouTube for oh, five hours no. a day. It's not five hours a day. Is that, how, how integral no, is that? No, I'm just, I'm saying it's not, it's uh, my, I, as a video producer for the, the campus, mm-hmm. is is it that important? No, it's not. Wow. No, well, like when you get, when you get down to brass tacks, am I one, am I part of the college inflation, like, you know, overall thing? Possibly. I don't think in this age. I don't think in this day and age, honestly. Well, no. But anyway, I, I, no, it, how far am I different from my responsibilities of making sure that athletic events get live streamed and and, and uh, other things get live streamed, right? Well, that's uh, no. I no. I'm adding to the arms race of 
college education. And same with making sure that am I more intrinsically like valuable as compared to a rock climbing wall or a lazy river? <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, no. I mean, well, yeah. that, I mean, that's I just ro- like r- rock you associating yourself or uh, comparing yourself to a lazy is, river. Is is my is my work is funny? Is my work as valuable? Uh, does my salary does a lazy river add more to the campus <laughs> to, a cal- to college campus than, than your video than my than my work? Debatable. Okay, I think it's <laughs> I think it's up to debate. I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm I I'm not going to say I'm so precious and so I'm so important. <laughs> Well, I feel that's like, the humility I love about you. I feel, I feel like <laughs> you are a narcissist, but you have some humility. When you when you sit there and like think about think about the operational cost of a fucking lazy river <laughs> compared to my position, and the joy <laughs> that a lazy river brings versus the joy versus, of versus what I what I bring to the table, and yeah. it's like I I I'm pretty sure I bring more to the table <laughs> than I'm a lazy river. Hundred percent. But sure. I'm not gonna sit there. I'm not gonna sit there and tell you I'm not. Have you sat in a lazy river? <laughs> I think it's a very apropos analogy. <laughs> so, so like that's, yeah. but I'm. I feel I understand my point, my part of the overall educational industrial complex. And thank you for calling. It, 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 well, because that's what it is. It's well, it's it's a problem. I mean, well, when they are spouting <sighs> off the average uh, campus prices from you know the late eighties, early nineties, mid nineties, late nineties, early two thousands, and then you know you know the. 200% increase, 300% increase of, of those prices. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. and that's the same thing with, like, the medical industry. It's it's the same thing. Like It really hasn't changed that much as far as the cost of goods and services. It just is the... It, well, administration, it's administrative costs. Administrative costs is what's ballooned between higher education and the healthcare, and the healthcare field. Those are the two things. It's administrative costs. And... Some of that is government mandated. Some mm-hmm. some of that is what's to be expected. Right now, parents are expected to be able to watch all home athletic events be live streamed. Uh, right now, parents are expecting to watch you know major events being live streamed. Okay, but slightly more valuable than a lazy ripper. But the debate's out. Oh, I l- listen. Well, tell that to the fucking kid <laughs> who's making the overall decision. Yeah. Right. Yep. Well, to where your money goes. That's the other thing, too. It's, it's part of my money going. If I'm here to scu- study biology and I'm paying for the baseball team to be streamed. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's definitely debate within that. And then especially when we're talking about allocation of uh, scholarships and everything like that, the allocation of biology scholarships to sports act, uh, sports uh, scholarships is completely out of whack. And everyone knows it. Yeah, I, right. And honestly. And that's it, why I have a problem with the NIL deals, because. Oh, now the people that already get the financial relief for going to school are now being given an opportunity to make right. more money before they get out of school than a lot of people will make in their entire lifetime. I, I think it, I think that's the difference between, unfortunately, well, between D3 versus D1. I'm at a D3 institution. Yeah. And I, with, especially with, when I, my college, which is here still in town, Loris, another D3 institution. Mm-hmm. When I was in college, it was probably I think it was a third, maybe forty, maybe forty percent of the athletic, maybe forty percent of the student overall student body was in athletics. Mm-hmm. My current institution, it's closer to fifty. 
So, so I mean, as far as NID, NIL deals and everything like that. Well, but yeah, but, but it's, and, it's a different it's world. Not, it's a different that, world. That's completely different from D1. But, I mean, you can even take it just the scholarships versus non-scholarships. I mean, like well, most. Well, we can't. We can't. As a private D3 institution, we cannot give okay. athletic you're, you're exalted. You're exalted of all this. But the, what I'm saying is the, the institution, institutes that can give With scholarships. And by the way, hold on. Wait, I, I got to get I got to get this disclaimer out real okay. quick. Right. The NCAA is a piece of garbage. They're a garbage institution with yeah. horrible ethics. Yeah. Just Which like, have probably a lot to do as well with the well, price of, of colleges and stuff for everything. They probably have a, some hand to do with it. Most of it, no, but most also, of it's coming from government spending. That's that, I mean that's it. No, let's like, talk term limits. Let's do all that shit. Let's No, no, I'm just well, no. The price of college goes up because there's more money in the pool. And if there's more money, then I don't. I don't agree necessarily with that. There's just more money in the pool. I think that there's no, an ability there's, to charge more, so they do. There's, there's, and yeah, there's exactly. institutes, and there's institutes that allow it, it to to uh, to finance it. So it's just run until you get thrown out. I. That's a hundred percent what it is. So that that's what I'm. It's saying. not just because there's more money in the pool. It's no, just there's because more, there's more there's, there's there, more money to be gained by allowing more. Hey, listen. If I can have if I can have a student come in and I'm going to get half of this tuition paid for by the government, well, then what's the point of, like, I might as well just let more students in. And then it's just... Or charge more. Or both. Yeah, and then when they when the government ups their ante, it's like, oh, gosh, we're all, we're all moving up as far as our uh, tuition rates have gone up. Hmm. Then we can ask more money from the government because that's just what we need to do. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a worm eating itself. It's, it's ridiculous. Anyhow, that being said, yeah. you were going to say something. Well, I was just saying that the the ability for a person to pay that well, I guess what were we talking about? I mean, we're so the, far the off pr- the pale. The, the, we started off with pretentious sleeve tattoos and <laughs> the pri- the, pri- the price of high school, I mean the price of college has gone up too fast and that's because there's more money. There's more money, there's more f- quote unquote and I'm saying quote unquote because it's not free. There's quote unquote more free money out there to be had mm-hmm. we're getting so, dangerously close to our topics we can't talk about on the podcast no, what's that well it's not, if we yeah. want to get on our soapbox about the government like i like let's burn i mean like it's term limits can we talk term limits can we talk like stop having this kind of oh just, that's what you want to talk about well i mean term limits are a, a huge thing it's the one thing i again i go back to anytime politicians agree with each other um it's probably yeah. the thing we should do it's like if they or that we should go the opposite, opposite direction, you know. So if politicians I, agree I there shouldn't be term limits, we should I absolutely think term go term limits. limits are there's. But it doesn't really. This doesn't. This just kicks the can down the road at best I, for well, us to have a conversation on a podcast about term limits because it's not going to happen because the politicians are, are already having a conversation about term limits. Yeah, it's only gonna, it's at best it kicks the can down the road. Are and you talking about giving the, us, Are you talking about the ten grand? The college forgiveness, the debt forgiveness. Well, the debt forgiveness, I guess that's a hundred percent. Hold on, right now. Oh, that kicks a can down the we're road. We're gonna but. we're gonna be at the same level of debt in four years. After after this, if this program goes up like a hundred percent gangbusters, mm-hmm. and everybody qualifies and everybody asks for this money, mm-hmm. we're gonna be at the same level of indebtedness in four years. I don't think we necessarily know that. I think that's a. No, 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 I think that's like, a NPR talking point. No, but oh no, what are you talking about? NPR is fucking. All where's on the money board. coming from? Well, the money is coming from the United States government. Okay, so then yeah. it's not. Then it's not just coming from. It's not going to be the same amount of debt because you're. No, there's no, 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 no way no. to pay I'm, off I'm, debt no, without accruing more no, debt. No, hold on, no, no. 
I'm without talking, it like I'm, coming from somewhere. I'm talking about new student debt. Like new student debt mm-hmm. is going to like the amount of how much money is owned by college students right now today mm-hmm. is going to be the same amount it is in four years. It's not going to grow, but also we've going to like the government's going to spend all this money. But that only creates more debt. Because yeah, well, the government, if yeah, the, yeah, it's 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 debt. Between, the, hold on, the debt between all of the people who've borrowed money for college, right? Mm-hmm. And then we're going to add more. We're going to transfer all that debt of this ten grand to the United States government, and therefore all the people, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but in four years, that pile of people who have owned money, owed money because of college, is going to be the same pile of debt. Who have the same access to the same ten thousand dollars? Yes. No. 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 This is a one-time thing. This like the ten grand thing is a one-time fucking thing. Where's the money coming from? Huh? The money, like the money is coming from everybody. It's like that's taxpayer what, money. Yeah, it is. That's theoretically, we don't even know that yet. That's where that's that, where I get it's, leery on where well, like no, where we're gonna is, be in four years because they don't even know where. No, it's it's, from. no, this is just gonna get tacked on the end of the the deficit balance sheet, and that's it. Like that's and sure, this is all future monies that could be a possibility. More likely, it's a political grandstanding that's going to uh, just say it's gonna fall apart, and it's not nothing's ever gonna come from it. Oh no, and this is hundred percent political, but and yeah. they absolutely. But it, I I, I feel think like we're talking past each other here. No, no, no. I, I'm okay. I'm hearing what you're saying, and then, like, the it is absolutely a political move. The best case scenario is that the Republicans shut it down, and then Joe Biden can say, "I told you, I tried to get this done." That's the uh, best case scenario. The the economic backfiring that this could happen that could happen from it actually happening, and then just in increasing the inflation or increasing the deficit is is something that could uh cripple a campaign so i don't think they really want it to happen i think it's more of a grandstanding thing i know and and, we're not gonna see we're not gonna see we're not gonna see the inflation level of this i think it's but to your point though because i'm not talking past you or not looking past what you're saying but like if it's a financial budget sheet thing absolutely I can no. absolutely say there's some financial trickery. I'm not an accountant, but but there, I, I'm sure well, there's some I, financial. I don't think you understand what I'm trying to say here. But that, that's there's only two op- options. It's not like the the thing yeah. that they're. Yeah. You're not you're not hearing what I'm saying. Okay, that this isn't you. going to do anything. This is we not agree. going. It's not going to do anything because we're going to be in the exact same boat. This is like me talking to you about licorice pizza, by the way. We are going to be in the exact same boat as we are right now. Because fundamentally, nothing's going to change with inside higher ed. Of course. That, well, that's going, this is not going to. Doesn't solve the problem. This is not solving the problem. There's part of it where it's talking about capping interest rates at 1.8%. I, I think that might fundamentally change like issues with the, the amount of people who uh, borrow money and then just constantly their 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 interest rate is ridiculously high mm-hmm. because of spot and sold and yeah xy xyz i mean yeah. there's a number of factors that go into it maybe their parents have bad credit x like there's a whole mess of things that happen with student loans and what kind of interest rate they're getting well you not know? every student loan is the same that's the only well, thing too i, like, I mean right I mean, between pri- public and private i, I mean if well there's not a universal standard it's not necessarily like the, a home if loan the interest. university if and also, the, there's a weird thing where 
okay, I go and I get myself a student loan, right? I get a check cut to fucking me. Mm-hmm. They can't hand it directly to the institution and say, here is your money. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can say, well, actually, I'm going to uh, take that 10 grand and I'm going to use it for like housing and uh, and whatnot. And I don't necessarily pay it, put it towards my tuition. They, you know, the institution cannot say, "Hey, I need that money that student loan grant you, ha- the student loan you made. I need that money in my hand because you, it's a student loan." There's no, there's no binding agreement between yeah. the United States government and the institution of higher learning to come together and say, "Okay." There's reimbursement though for the university. I mean, hopefully, I mean, the mo- a lot. I mean, not to say a lot of kids do do that, mm-hmm. do hand it over for tuition. But there's a lot who don't. And, and there's a lot of financial forgiveness on the government side that, that goes to the universities as well. Oh, sure. Because, well, there's well, taxes. and Exactly. They're, they're tax exempt and X, Y, Z. So there's a percentage of all this money that's already coming from the government that goes to the university. The university is paid before anybody else. They're first on the they're first, they're on first the, on, yeah. They're first in line. So all this stuff is being held by uh, so, lenders and those lenders are bought and sold. I mean Yeah, they don't and they don't give just a fuck. Very similar to a home mortgage. Like yeah. like a, to a home loan yeah. and everything. Oh yeah. So it doesn't really matter like where I mean it does matter to an extent when and where you got into it and but the fact of the matter is is you're still getting bought and sold. You're still just, you know, there's a great South Park bit where they uh, they determine how much a, a Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville is worth by cutting a chicken's head off and throwing it in a, like a Wheel of Fortune style wheel in wherever it lands. Yeah. You know, it's how much the Margaritaville is worth. And it's like, oh, it landed, it's worth uh, two billion dollars. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's a Margaritaville. Yeah, yeah. That and that's right. it's it's a lot of this lending back and forth. It's trading of I'm sure there's some kind of stock yeah. market. uh underbelly to student loans and the loan uh, stu- i mean there, yeah there's a market where you can bet against you can short you can uh you can buy into you can back yeah. all this different stuff it wouldn't and surprise it's, and me it's t- and it's tied into the bond market it's tied into yeah. like the fed market it's it's so uh, the idea of capping overall percentages for federally backed student loans at a low percentage rate i don't i don't mind that 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 doesn't bother me well but, what Okay, yeah. and that's part and like this. This is part of this presidential decree, whatever yeah. the fuck. I mean, whatever the fuck is that, right? Because yeah. it's all, you know, showboating. Well, listen, it's grandstanding. It, it's presidential decree, so like, yeah, <laughs> presidential yeah. decree, all so, over. So, like, so it's. I do decree. Yeah, I mean the amount of, the amount of people who are paying like who have I've had a loan for you know twenty years and yeah and I still owe. You know, three thousand dollars less than what I initially took out took mm-hmm. it out for. Yeah. That's shitty. That's yeah. bad. You yeah. shouldn't. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't have that much. But yeah. that's the way it is. Hospitals also shouldn't make money on you being sick. You know, Did it's not. right. But then again, shouldn't I, be able to make a career out of being a politician. A politician. Yeah. Like these are all the, these are basic tenets well, it, that will get uh, you shot by people. I. It's it's a very. It's hard for me as someone who's a libertarian or libertarian tendencies, mm-hmm. right? It's like, man, this system is completely fucked up. It'd be better if it was just a, like a centrally run thing. But knowing that yeah. it's going to get fucked up at every turn at a centrally run thing. Like, you know, hey, single payer help, single payer help, single 
Singer. Uh, singer. Okay. Single pale. Oh, you got oh, this. Come on now. You've got it. I got you. I'm single payer healthcare. Okay. It's it's a great idea, right? But knowing how the government works and knowing how the gigantic shell game mm-hmm. that happens with with inside institutions that large, mm-hmm. it's 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 a bad idea. Well, I think I mean, but then again, same thing with the insurance companies. Insurance companies are is a very large institution. It's just yes. not federally controlled. It's well, they're not federally controlled, but they are like a governing they're, they're body. Regulated. They're a governing body amongst themselves. I mean, really, quite honestly, I'm sure it's the same kind of uh, revolving door. But also, the, there's a, there, there's a the FDA level has. of opaqueness with it. Anyhow, all I'm saying is that if you've got a sleeve tattoo, you're probably a dumbass. Right. Well, no. Okay. Well, no. Well, you're, you're pr- you don't know who you are as a person. You're probably more pretentious than you are. Should you be. probably need to do an inward journey and figure out who yeah. you really are? Do some ayahuasca. Understand who you are as a person. Yeah. If you enjoy musicals, that's fine. If you enjoy theater, that's fine. It's okay that everybody doesn't enjoy it though. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I don't licorice, see a lot of people. Licorice Pizza is a good movie. No, no, you're wrong. Think about that. But this could be a podcast. It could be a podcast.